Hey, everybody. This is Patrick, the Chief Monkey and founder of Wall Street Oasis. Just wanted to first off say thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Second, wanted to make sure for any of you in the market for financial modeling training, remind you that Wall Street Oasis does have some incredible financial modeling training courses, including Excel modeling, financial statement through, you know, linking up the three statements, DCF, valuation, M&A, LBO, um, even more niche courses like 13-week cash flow, venture capital course, real estate modeling, you name it. Go ahead and check them out at wallstreetoasis.com slash courses. Thanks for the support. Hello and welcome. I'm Alex Grodnick, and this is Moving Up, a podcast about secrets to success, struggles along the way, and life in general. Today on the pod, Justin from the Declassified College podcast. Justin's a LinkedIn guru, and ahead, he will tell you how to differentiate yourself and get jobs. Fun episode here, so let's just jump right into it. All right, Justin from the Declassified College podcast, man. What's up? Welcome to the pod. Thank you for having me, man. Super excited for this. Yeah, so uh, you got you wear a couple of different hats. You wear you have this uh, Declassified College podcast, but you also are a LinkedIn guru, right? <laughs> yeah, and that sort of all came through through college. I mean, well, I'm sure we'll jump into sort of the origin stories of everything. But I originally got on to LinkedIn because I wanted to differentiate myself um, while I was in college because I, I graduated from UCF and UCF has like seventy thousand students or something crazy like that. So I knew I needed something different, and then one thing led to another, and now I'm helping people out with with their content strategy. And, and profiles on LinkedIn. Okay, so so you're you're young. You graduated when? Uh, twenty eighteen. Okay, so so this is all this is all fresh stuff for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a uh, it's been an interesting journey for sure. Okay, so you graduate. Are you thinking like I want to go work for someone? I want to be an entrepreneur. Like, what were you doing? Yeah, so growing up, uh, very stereotypical Asian parents. They're like, you need to go to school, get a job, being an engineer, doctor, whatever it may be. And I decided to get a finance degree. So they weren't necessarily happy about that. Um, but then when I started to get my internships and stuff, they started to realize, okay, maybe there's some potential in all this. Ultimately, I got a job offer from EY. Um, to do some consulting uh, post-graduating. And then I ended up turning it down to sort of pursue everything and all the momentum that I was building on LinkedIn, as well as my sort of side hustle of being able to help college students out and figuring out these cheat codes that I like to call them. So that's sort of how we got to where we are right now. Nothing really makes sense when, when I was going through it. But when you look back, it sort of starts to all add up when you connect the dots. Yeah, Justin, that's an interesting story. What gave you the confidence to walk away from that EY job? I mean, that's a job a lot of people want to get. What uh, was it, Were there like signs in your business that were like, oh man, that this could be something really big here? Um, not really. <laughs> when I when I look back at it, we had some moment, like we had momentum with the podcast, the original podcast, and the community that we we're growing. But ultimately, I looked at it as okay, I'm 21, 22 years old. I don't really, I didn't have any student debt, thankfully, because UCF was an incredibly cheap school. My parents helped me out with that. But also, I realized that this was a time to take a risk, and EY would really always be there. Right. So I, I took the risk, essentially took the first six months off and relaxed and traveled uh, to a few places. And then right when I came back that fall, I got my first speaking engagement um, in Dubai and they flew me out and did everything like that. And I was like, what the heck is going on right now? And I knew that that was sort of the turning point of, okay, this is legitimately something. Let me build upon this momentum. And then now we are uh, right here. <laughs> Wow. So what they fly you out to, to speak about in Dubai? Um, so they wanted me to moderate a few, uh, a few panels because of my podcast and then also talk about LinkedIn. So those were kind of the two 
two main things that I was doing over there. And then I was, I always felt that I was completely unqualified to be over there. I was speaking with kids that, um, were like ranked number one and number two on Forbes list of Gen Z marketing or something like that. And then also, um, a good friend of mine, Idris, he's been coding since he was like 13 and he's worked with Apple, Kanye, Jaden Smith, like all these crazy companies. And he's only like 21, 22. So it was, I was sitting there like, why am I speaking to you? But this was sort of like, like me getting over my, uh, what's it called? Uh, when you like, yeah, imposter syndrome. Right. And I was like, okay, there's maybe something to this. Let me, let me start to try to build upon it all. Yeah. And all that because you started the podcast. Yeah. The podcast and started to create some content on LinkedIn. One, again, one thing led to another. And now I'm getting like over 200,000 views on my stuff every single month, but it all came from me talking about like my student journey and the struggles as well as the successes that were kind of going on in my life. Wow. And so that's the kind of content the podcast covers today? Yeah, for the most part. Like what we try to do with the podcast is we get questions from our audience, um, mainly through LinkedIn. And then we pick sort of the most um, important questions or the ones that consistently keep coming up. And then we go out and find like three to five people and splice in their answers to get not just my perspective, but other people who are living and breathing and doing what they're doing uh, to, to provide some advice to the students that are listening. Right. So you've got the community going, you've got the podcast going. And then as people come to you, the way that you can, you know, monetize all this is by helping them perfect their LinkedIn's. Exactly. Yeah. So I actually, for, for students, most of the stuff that I do is completely for free. So I'll help them out with like 15 minute phone calls or 30 minute phone calls and, and dive through their LinkedIn. Uh, the way that I'm able to do that and how I subsidize everything is through helping companies. So my whole thing is I hate trying to monetize students because they're already in so much debt already. I don't feel right charging them for like a $300 or $500 course or anything like that. So I'll take the money that I make from the companies and then be able to help these students out for free with my content as well as um, like three or four, like three calls every single week or so. That's great, Justin. So what do the companies pay you to do? So they pay me to do whether it's content strategy and branding for their CEO, because what ends up happening with LinkedIn is the comp like the algorithm when you're posting from a company page is really bad. But if you post from your personal page, the algorithm picks it up and it's more, it's, it's easier to gain more traction from a personal page. So I try to find one or two people from each company and work on their personal branding in terms of how can they create content to drive more leads to their uh, profile. And I like to change their profile into more of a landing page rather than a resume. So instead of saying, oh, I have experience in XYZ and 10 years in finance, whatever it may say, it's more of like, okay, here's my product. Here's sort of the benefits. If you want to learn more, check out this website or connect with me and, and we can chat on LinkedIn. So uh, those are sort of the, that's sort of like the LinkedIn funnel, so to say. So interesting. Yeah, really interesting. Uh, I mean, I, I think there's a lot of things you could, you could, you could help me with. <laughs> Definitely. I mean, would love to chat. <laughs> okay. So yeah, so you got this thing going for companies. And then as uh, college students trying to you know, find their place in the world, get their first job, their second job, whatever it is, uh, you can you know provide them these, uh, what did you call them? Cheat, cheat, cheat codes? Yeah, cheat uh, codes. I love video games, man. <laughs> love it. Uh, I want to get into the cheat codes, Justin. Uh, tell us, let's, let's talk about that. 
Yeah. I mean, the first one, which I never understood until it was a little bit too late. Um, when you're in college, you get your student email and most people kind of just throw it aside or you might get like some student discounts. But what I've found is if you reach out using your student email to like large influencers or even people who are really successful in, in your industry to try and have a 10, 15 minute phone call or whatever it may be, they're way more likely to, to answer compared to if you have like a really cool branded email, which looks really cool and sounds really cool when you're in there. But when you look at the results and open rates, it's actually a lot better if you're sending it from a, a student email. Yeah, Justin, that's pretty much the core tenement of business school, um, which <laughs> is that you have a .edu email address again, but you're you know 28 years old and much more wise. And so you like you go use it and they encourage you to do these, like, they call them coffee chats. Like you're mm-hmm. supposed to do one every single day and you're in business school for two years. So you're supposed to do like, you know, 600 coffee chats. Um, and it's actually the reason why I started my podcast is because I was reaching out to all these like incredible people and doing all these coffee chats. And it's like, man, I just think it's more interesting to say, do you want to be on a podcast versus, Hey, oh, do you yeah. want to grab a, grab a coffee? And so that was essentially it. And then I got like the CEO of Warner brothers and the CEO of Hulu. And like they came on and then business insider wrote like a little article and it's just like, wow, I didn't even really do anything. And now I've got a podcast. <laughs> and that's, that's literally cheat code number two, right? Is, is the podcast. If you start a podcast and the unique thing about podcasting too, is people can't necessarily see the views, right? So if you start a YouTube channel, right? And you post, put something up and you only see, Oh, it gets 50 views. And then you try to get on the CEO of Warner brothers or whatever it may be. And they go to your YouTube channel and say, Oh, this person only has 50 views. They're, they're less likely to, to come on. Right. But with a podcast, since you can't really see the views and you have a good amount of reviews on your show and your cover art looks legit, that's sort of the brand recognition. That's the only thing that you need from a student perspective to be able to land some, some big guests onto your show. I love it. All right. So we're on the same page on one and two. <laughs> um, let's see. Number three is probably the power of LinkedIn. I mean, I'll come keep coming, sort of like coming back to this topic, but everyone always says you need to get on to LinkedIn, but no one really tells you how to use it. And it's actually really simple. If you have interned any place before, all you have to do is in your search filters, put your school um, as well as the company that you've interned at previously. And then you can find people who have done this sort of the same path as you, so to say. And then you just reach out and say, Hey, my name is Justin Wynn. I went to UCF and I also interned at Lockheed Martin while you worked there. I would love to connect and learn a little bit more about like how you transitioned from UCF to Lockheed Martin. And then that's how you can start some, some conversations. It's just literally finding one or two connection points rather than just hitting a connect button without any personalized invite. And that sending that personalized invite will increase your um, open rate and acceptance rate by like 20 to 25% usually. Yeah. And Justin, do you find it that you have to just like in life, like kind of take baby steps? Like, you don't like go on a first date and say like, all right, we're getting married now. Like you say, you go on, <laughs> like you send the LinkedIn thing and don't say, can I, can I have a job? Say, hey, you know, can we chat for 10 minutes over email or on the phone call and like, I can learn about you. It's like, you have to build up, right? Exactly. Yeah. It was so funny. So I, when I was in college, I was a part of this program with LinkedIn that was called like their student editors or the campus editor program, right? It was basically a student ambassadorship. And, but with my profile, I put that I worked at LinkedIn. So I would get hit up all the time by random people saying, Hey, can you send me a referral to like the computer science department or something like that? And I'm like, well, if you did a little bit of research, you'd realize that I don't actually work at LinkedIn. I just sort of promote their brand. And that's the exact opposite of what you want to do on that platform. Right. Yep. (laughs) 
Okay, yeah. So I, I <laughs> I'm we're on the, we're on the totally the same page here, Justin. So that's the first three. How many are there? Uh, I mean, we're on episode like 50 now and each, each episode, there's probably, there's another cheat code that's sort of been, been oh, given. Wow. So if we want to go through that, that's, I mean, that's going to take a long time, but I <laughs> yeah, guess just, just <laughs> listen to your podcast then. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I mean, the, the last like big cheat code that I, I would say to, to any student, or I would say any um, person who's looking to like further their career is that you don't necessarily need to have something on your resume, but you need to be able to build something. And that's the biggest thing that I don't think is taught in college is we focus so much on your resume and building your resume of like, you need to have um, an internship on there. You need to have some work experience, which is important. But what you also need to do is if you can build a project on the side, when you're a student, sometimes that's a school project to be able to showcase that you have the skills to pay the bills. It's so much more impactful because there's less risk from the employer standpoint, rather than you just where a lot of people lie on their resumes, right? You can say that you're really good at Microsoft Excel or whatever it may be, but then you go into an interview and they say, oh, do a pivot table on an Excel sheet. And they're like, and then you sit there like, oh, I don't actually know what, like how to do it, right? right. And by you creating a project with Excel and be, being able to manipulate Excel um, pivot tables, VLOOKUPs, whatever it may be. I know that's very basic Excel stuff, but for instance, with that, that's how you can show to employers and take away that upfront risk of like, oh, does this person actually know what they say that they know by building a project? Right. Yeah, that was like the first question I asked you of like showing signal. Everything <laughs> in life is about is about de-risking it slightly. Uh, and you know, that's what a resume is all about. It's like, oh, you worked for a company I've heard of. Okay, so you're slightly de-risked. They, they hired you. Uh, you can build a product and get users. You can start a podcast. Like everything is just a little bit about showing signal that you know, you're, you're less risky than, than somebody else. Exactly. It's, and that's the strategy behind LinkedIn if you're looking at it from like getting a job perspective is you can use the content that you create to showcase that you actually know what you're doing. For instance, I know you come from sort of a financial background in investment banking. Let's say you're looking to hire a, co a college student, right? If you're coming from a non-target school, it can be really tough to get into investment banking. Imagine if a kid shows up to you, um, figures out that you do um, analysis on like Microsoft or whatever it is. And he then waits for Microsoft to release their earnings, runs through all of their earnings, and then submits his own financial analysis to you and says, hey, man, like, hey, Alex, like, I, I went through this. I would love to get your insight, right, on what you think. That would probably work way better than submitting a resume and saying, hey, Alex, take a look at my resume. Like, tell me what, what's good about it, what's bad about it. Yeah, that's the providing value piece. Not just say, hey, can I have a job? Say, hey, like, you're a, I talk about this for in the terms of startup world like investors all they want to do is see new new interesting companies you say hey look here's one or two new interesting companies and i wrote a few bullet points around you know what's cool and what the risks are and you know do you want a connection uh that makes their job easier and now they're gonna just automatically like you mm -hmm. exactly i think the one quote that i saw from a friend uh, that posted this recently was spend if like it's spend 15 minutes researching me if you want me to spend 15 minutes uh with yeah. you yeah and that's super important to understand yep that uh that is um so justin uh 
Tell us, like, do you have a website? Like, how do people get more of this content? Is it just on LinkedIn? Uh, so the most part is is on LinkedIn. Uh, we do have the Getro Grind Up website. So it's G-E-T-C-H-O-G-R-I-N-D-U-P.com. And that is immediately right now a, a landing page to our newsletter. So each week we send out a newsletter with sort of our five cheat codes for, for college students. So if that's something that you want to join, feel free to, to check out that on our website. Awesome. Uh, Justin, this was... Great speaking with you, dude. Thanks so much for coming on. Thank you, man. It was a, it was a pleasure. All right, let's talk soon. Thanks for listening today. If you like moving up, the best way you can support us is by leaving a review on iTunes. Thanks.